Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. And we're glad that you're back with us. I'll go ahead and repeat the website again. Why not? hsvinsideout.com, Hot Springs Village, insideout.com. He is Dennis Simpson. I'm Randy Cantrell, and we've got a special guest. Her name is Erin Kelly, and I'll let you do the honors here, Dennis, and well, give us you know, whatever backstory. I'm minding my own business, minding my own business, <laughs> going to the, to the chiropractor, and there's this lovely lady, possibly one of the prettiest ladies we've had on our show so far, Randy, I Thank will say. Thank you. <laughs> and, 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 and she's got this bubbly personality, funny as heck. And then we dig a little deeper and there's a lot more to miss Aaron that meets the eye here. And, uh, I, I thought I cannot wait to get her on the show <laughs> simply because she's got a story. Let's see. And, and I'm going to summarize real quick, single with a child living yep. in the village. Yep. How do you do that? What's what's the, I'll, I'll back up. How did you get here? I got here in 2014. Um, my family had relocated here, so I wanted to be closer to everybody. So my daughter was three and we moved down here. We're from Chicago. I was born and raised um, and we've been here ever since. I have only lived in the village. A lot of people ask me, well, what are you doing there? And I'm like, where else would I go? <laughs> but, I was young when my parents brought me and I didn't have much yeah. option. No, I mean, my parents relocated here in 2009. Um, I followed a few years later and we love it here. We, it's funny. I, I joke around a lot with our patients um, and I tell them, I'm like, you know, it's really strange. I didn't realize people actually had lives during winter time. I just thought you went to work and went home and that was it. Cause that's what you do in Chicago. So after, it's, after five, you're done, right? Yeah. When it's dark, you go home, go to bed. <laughs> So, so um, how, how did you, how did you get into, I guess, how medical office support? Is that what we would call it? Yeah. Um, so when I first got down here, I was actually working, doing some of the home health care. I was helping that at, during the night and it worked out well because I was able to have my parents take care of my daughter while I was working, but that kind of wore on me working nights. So I decided I wanted to have a same schedule as her. So my aunt, who was working for Dr. Moore, she ended up moving to Florida and told them about me. She's like, you should go in and check it out. I'm like, okay. So went in there, met Kelly, his wife, met Dr. Moore, and we just clicked. And I have been there ever since. It'll be five years, October 1st. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Randy? It's worked out. Well, I'm curious it how happened. the parents got here from yeah. Chicago. How they um so it was right after that whole market crash in 2008. My dad was working in construction and we were living right outside the city, but they wanted to send him downtown. And I don't know if you guys have been to Chicago, but you can be 20 miles from downtown Chicago. It'll still take you three hours. Yep. And he said, Nope, I'm not doing this. So they had a vacation home here. He ended up getting a job here and they just came down this way. And I have two brothers. Both my brothers are here also. Oh. One is in Hot Springs with his wife and kids, and one is in Sheridan with his wife and kids. 
I had no idea. See, things I didn't ask and had never known. So, okay. I've got things to ask just, just because it's how it hits me. Uh, We've, we've known each other a while, but I haven't dove in. I mean, two or three years, I guess, but let me dive in. How did you, where did you learn your professional skills? Because across the desk, you were, no, I'm seriously, Randy, she, she's a rock star here. She, she is incredibly good with even difficult patients. And, and, you know, there are difficult people in the village. I know, I know, who knew, who knew? Well, cause you can look in the mirror and see one. I know I see them. There, there's another two of them on the screen right now. Yeah. yeah but yeah. no, you, you have, I can really tell, I can tell she's got the skills. Oh, she does. Tell me how you develop those. I'm in the people skills skills business, so I'm qualified to say that. Thank you. Um, I, after high school, I went and I worked with adults. I went to work at the construction company my dad worked for. And they put me in the office and they just kind of threw me in there. And so it was real life experience. I worked with adults since I was 18 years old. I was there until I had my daughter. Um, A little over eight years I was there. And I just, they gave me work. I said, okay. (laughs) And I figured it out. When I came to the clinic, I was doing the home health care. So I kind of already had some background working with older people, people who weren't feeling well, needed some help and everything. So you kind of, you get that patience for them and understanding and just, you know, we, in our office, we want people to know that we understand they're not feeling well or they need help and that's what we're there for we're not there to put them in a bad mood because we're in a bad mood we want them to have a good time even though it's the chiropractor who cares we're laughing we're having a good time that's what we really want people to see well randy let me let me get your spin on this i think and this is just my read i don't know you are a better position to answer this question than i am is small business is mom and pop small business the incubator of professional skills where else do you learn them randy yeah, well, Aaron's story is is real similar. I've got a son, Aaron, who's 41 and owns a mm-hmm. home inspection business here in the DFW area. And he went to work for me, um, meeting the public when he was yeah. a teenager. In retail, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. And that, and that just, you know, coming face-to-face with adults when you're young, which uh-huh. I myself did. I didn't get pushed. <laughs> Right. I took a job in a retail store. Owner thought I was 16. I wasn't quite yet, but I got the job anyway. You and, were going to be, you would someday you know, soon. You were well, when be. you're just, when you're toe to toe, belly to belly with the public, their skills that you eat, well, you develop them or you don't now I, come on. She's got the natural inclinations for it. And so does my son. And so do I. And so do you, Dennis, uh, you do, you know, so there's that. But yeah, it's I, I. Well, you couldn't have learned any of that in school, could you? No, I mean, and that was I always tell people. By the time the college graduates were coming out of school, and I had already been working there three or four years, and we were the same age, I was ten steps ahead because I knew how to deal with difficult people. I knew how to get the job done. I knew what was important. I made sure I had a good work ethic because really that's what was going to keep my job, not some college degree, no offense to anyone who has one, but that college degree wasn't going to keep my job. I was going to keep it. And so I had to 
show up and I had to do it. So Oh, we I need did. a mega we need a megaphone for this girl. Oh my <laughs> lord, Randy, we need a, the, the 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 millions of people that need to hear this, you know. Yeah. Uh Randy, you remember Mr. Roan used to say when people would ask how much do you make an hour? And they said, well, I make $8, $10 an hour or whatever. He said, no, you don't make money. You exchange your goods and services. And when, you, when you're not worth anything anymore, you don't get any more money. You don't make any. <laughs> the only people that make money work at the Fed, you know, yeah. that, that, and at the printing bureau. That, that's the only people that make money. Well, let me go a little deeper here. Uh, and I've got so many questions. So what's it like having a, a, a nine-year-old? Is that correct? Is that how old Claire is? She's 10 now. What's it like having a kid that you ship off to school every day in a resort retirement community that everybody thinks there's no kids here within reason? I mean, well, um, you know, we stay so busy. Um, we do know other people in the area who have children because she goes to school with them. So it's really, I mean, honestly, it's the best place I think I can be as a single mom having a 10 year old child. We feel safe here. It's just an easy place to be. It's an easy place to be a single parent and raise my child. We don't have to deal with, you know, the city life or anything like that. She's happy here. We have family close. The schools are great. You know, it's kind of a win-win for us. I mean, I, well, I just couldn't imagine going back to. I was going to ask, what, how do you determine a great school? Great personal touch, great professional skills. What, what do you, how do you rank it? Well, what I really like about the schools here compared to what we would have gone to if, had we stayed in Chicago, they're smaller. So the classrooms are smaller. I'm in contact with her teachers, you know, pretty often. If it's not me, it's my mom. So there, we just have access to them. Um, she's not far from me. That was one of the big things when I was looking for somewhere to go to work was I didn't want to have to drive to Little Rock or even Hot Springs. I wanted to be close in case I needed to pick her up or something happened, I could go get her. So that really limited what I wanted to do. So I was just really lucky to find my position at Village Chiropractic and then my daughter, where she goes to school, it's close. And we're just really happy with it. Well, there's another, and I use this as a joke because you'll get at the point here. A lot of times in the village, uh, being single is like a disease that other people think they need to help cure. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you you don't need to be single, Aaron. Well, look at you. We can fix you up. And my uncle, my nephew. Or they and come, my... Where's your wedding ring? <laughs> well, someone would have to give me one first. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't go buy those yourself. Is that what I hear? You can. It just depends what vibe you want to give off here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the step back vibe? Yes, or exactly. The <laughs> there is one for, you know, the days just please leave me alone. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> I have no problem to tell you to leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Randy, one of the things you can't tell is this is one of the few ladies that I stand eye to eye with. I'm, I'm about six yes. one. She's probably five eleven or so. I'm five nine. Five nine. She, she's, she's a taller girl as far as girls go. Yes, and, uh, I am. She, she'll be, it'll be funny. She'll be at her desk and she's talking and real petite and quiet and whatever. Somebody says something, she'll stand up and they'll go, Oh, Oh, you're. <laughs> that's probably the number one thing I get from patients. I had no idea you were that tall. Yeah, pretty much most of my adult life. <laughs> so yes. I, I, I can imagine for Claire, it's like having uh, hundreds of grandparents standing around all the time, people all the time. on the street. Even, 
So if it's a school break, she's in the office with me. I mean, you've seen her. She's in there all the time. I, I call it her office. You know, she's the boss and she's over there doing her thing. Um, and so everybody peeks in and they are so sweet to her and they know her name and they ask about her. And honestly, I would say majority of our patients even ask about her when she's not there, really? which is just so sweet. You know, it just shows how much people care and they get to know us and we get to know them. But yeah, she, I mean, she's got tons of grandparents and she sometimes gets upset, you know, because I'll be like, I got to run up to Walmart. And she's like, we talk to everyone when we're there. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Randy, did you have, I have other questions. I'm just going to no, keep break. going, keep going. No, <laughs> okay, I'm, just, I'm, okay. a, I'm enjoying eavesdropping on the conversation. Okay. Well, let, let me come back to this one more time. I like the energy is- though. I really, I really <laughs> appreciate the energy. And if I don't have it, it's that even more the reason why I appreciate it. <laughs> and I think Aaron, I think you really, and I didn't, I, I didn't know that's where we were going, but I think you really put the nail on the head. You, when, when some people walk in the door, they're not there because they feel great they're there because something hurts or it's an ache or a pain or whatever. Not and you know, well. to, to see a bright smiling face that says, Hey, how's your day? It's kind of hurts and kind of doesn't. Where I was going with this is if, correct me if I'm wrong. And I don't know, I don't know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. I just know a part of it. What do you, so this afternoon, Thursday afternoons, you do something special, if I'm not mistaken. You help others? How does this work? I help other chiropractic clinics. So my clinic is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday and Thursday by appointment, typically just mornings. On Tuesday and Thursday afternoons, I actually work from home and I do billing, collections, and insurance training for other chiropractic clinics. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. You've never been professionally trained in this, but you're training other people. Am I close? Yes. I I mean, I did learn from the best. Um, Dr. Moore's wife has been doing it for 20 plus years. So she has tons of knowledge and and she shared it all with me. You know, we just, we kind of nerd out. Sometimes we get on the phone and we're talking chiropractic billing and coding and compliance and we have a good old time with it. But yeah, she taught me everything. I've learned it, you know, just over the last few years that I've been there. And I love it so much that most people don't. So I just go and I work for other doctors. Did, did I say rock star, Randy? Yeah, yeah. it's, all, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And when you said and not professionally trained, it's like, yeah, well, she didn't. She learned that. Somebody taught her. I am curious. Okay. So the doctor's wife, and yes. I, I won't ask age, but demographically, uh-huh. Are you similar? I would assume she's older. She's not. a little bit older. Um, so I just, I just had a birthday. I just turned 37 and she is probably 15 years older. Or so I don't know for sure. And I'm not doing quick math. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's not. my, here's, here's my question because <laughs> uh-huh. this, this came up in a conversation that we had with Chris Jones, young board member. Okay. 33, you know, the, the reluctance of those of us that are older to share our knowledge, which I myself don't do. I don't perceive Dennis that way. Now I'm older than he is, but it's really important to me to not do that, to not hoard information, to try to pass it forward. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to me. So here's a woman. Now I get, she's got a vested interest to teach you, but as a younger person, so your experience in learning 
at at the feet or or at the hands of older people is what um what do you like well people sharing older people 15 years older who are willing to show you a thing or or a thing or two have you found that problematic um so it seems like maybe my generation and younger we don't necessarily appreciate that as much but uh, maybe as you should, maybe as, as yeah, should yeah, you know, it's kind of a given like, eh, we should just know this stuff or I got this. I already know. I'm sure we've all seen and met those people. Um, but with me, I'm never going to know enough. And I take every day to be able to learn. And I know I don't know it all. And I have no problem asking for help. So I really appreciate anybody who helps me where I can be better because when I'm better, I actually make my clinics better. And then I really look like the all-star well, and but, that's really what I want. <laughs> but let, let's cut to the chase. And I understand where Randy's coming from. I mean, it's a great question and it makes a lot of sense, but I mean, to be fair, Kelly, uh-huh. that's her name, right? Kelly. Yes. Kelly. Yes. Invested a lot of hours in you. And you know what, as, as, I'll, as best I understand it, you don't have a lifetime contract that says you're going to be there the rest of your life. She yeah. invest all this in you and poof, you, you go and just do consulting or you show people how to do it or whatever. And where I'm going with that is, is that some people, uh-huh. and in the interview we had with Chris the other day, I said, hang on, there's a word for that, not sharing information that's called, uh, oh, petty. Yeah, that's petty. Yeah. Uh, in, in my book, that's kind of petty. But I, I see also, I mean, there's two sides, you know, on their side, they need to train you to do that. And on the other side, you know, and I, I can't, I can't interview you and listen and not hear in my mind. In the eighties, there was the Braun School of Co- of College School of Business, Braun School of Business downtown, and then they moved out to university and whatever. And they taught people stenography. They taught you know, you know, typing and keyboarding skills and how to answer the phone. Right. So college graduate comes to work who has a, a bookkeeping degree, I guess, comes to work with uh, Diane at their CPA office. Click. Bring. Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. Is this, uh, is this leaking associate? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Is Diane there yet? No, she's not here. Okay. <laughs> Click. And you know, I literally, Diane said, she was so frustrated. She said, what do I do? And and I literally, you know, cause I did the years in Carnegie of training people for simple business skills, right? Mm-hmm. The ones you learned when you were 18 to 20. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but those simple business skills, they don't teach those in school anymore. As little as leaking associates, how can I help you? Or, I mean, she would pick up the phone and go, hey, or what? <laughs> Hello? At a business. And yeah, it was just, I mean, we literally ended up getting a group of YouTube videos and putting them in front of her so she could see how to answer the phone professionally. I mean, that's, that's, the, the, that's the disparity that I see. I see you on one hand who not only does it, but you train other people how to do it. And I see on the other hand, I see people coming out of college, which you yeah. apparently didn't have, who can't even answer the phone. No, I mean, and they're afraid to. I mean, I've had, I've trained and I've worked with people. They are just fidgety and afraid. And I'm like, I promise they're not going to jump through and get you. So it's okay. <laughs> and, you know, it just have fun with it. Just pretend you're talking to one of your friends, be professional, be respectful, help them out and get off the phone. It's really not a big deal, but get off the phone. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep it going. You got other stuff to do. 
Well, my question was mostly aimed at the perceived generation gap that exists in the village of, of the help or the support mm-hmm. of older people who may act like, I don't know if they did this when you were in school, but when Dennis and I were, you know, on the exam, you know, the smart kids doing this and, you know, making sure that they hide their <laughs> we work. Had the, the hide, folders hide that work. we put up in black. Yeah. You, you had blockouts? Wow. No, yeah, you, we had folders. We were allowed the, the, the two pocket folders. You Clearly, there was more there was more theft in in Chicago than there was in in uh, Arkansas. That's a crime up there. <laughs> but it but it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like your encounter with an older generation was people were people that were so protective of information that they wouldn't teach you, they wouldn't share it. That doesn't no, seem to I mean, be your I, experience. No, I haven't run into that, but I also maybe because I'm just, I appreciate that. And I, I actually listen and take what they tell me and apply it where, you know, I mean, we've all seen the people who you tell them what to do and they're like, yeah, I got it. And then they don't do it. (laughs) So there's that too. When I could see where that would get frustrating. Cause I mean, I've worked with some people and they don't listen to a word. I say, they're like, I just can't figure out why my collections won't go up. I don't know. Did you listen to me? <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're 37 and not to pry, not uh-huh. to pry, but so yep. life, life as a, as a young single person in the village is fill in the blank. Um, I mean, I'm busy, so I don't, I don't, I can't complain. I, I don't go out very much, so I'm not all that exciting, but I work at the clinic. I work from home. I have my daughter. We love to go out to eat, go shopping. We'll head to Little Rock or Hot Springs. Do you feel like Um, you're just living in an old folks home? I really don't because although a lot of the people at our clinic are Medicare age and older. We, st- we get a lot of people who, you know, work inside the village. And so it's convenient for them to come around their working hours to come see us. We do get younger people in there um, from the churches. If they go to the church, they'll come by. So majority of our patients are older, but I don't feel that way. I just don't look at it that way. It's just, this is where I live and I'm not going to judge anybody based on their age. So it is what it is. I remember when I was in high school and I think we all three of us probably were this way. I remember when I was in high school and we would be having a class and I would literally be bored because I'm like, okay, we, we went over this, but you slow people have to hear it again, apparently, <laughs> you know, and I'm looking out the window and I'm going, man, I cannot work to wait to get to work. I cannot wait to get outside and start working. I can't like, yeah. if, if they'd let me dig a ditch today, I'd go do this. And, yeah. and, but I think Aaron, our similarities here, and I suspect Randy too, well, I know Randy too, you know, the moment we got to connect with adults, not only did I feel bigger and smarter, but I couldn't wait to ever, I hung on their every word. Well, mm-hmm. this is what we do on t- now. Why do you, what is that? Now, how to, okay. We're okay. And I mean, I th- it sounds like you're that same way too, that you've learned from adults and, and my whole life, I've liked being around older people. I'm okay with my a same age group, but didn't really appeal, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But those older people, man, they knew they had money and they knew where to do things. Exactly. For you. <laughs> Two things I got. I know we got to wrap it up and go the lightning round here in a minute. Number one, I got to tell you, Randy, when you go to village chiropractic, there is a folding table set up on the wall with Kelly's produce, which is Dr. Moore's wife. And they have a farm outside of town. And I walk in, I usually come in around four o'clock in the afternoon and all I see is empty bushels and a few peels of leftover onions and stuff. You don't get there early enough. I don't get there early enough. 
But I mean, you she sold out virtually every day. Every time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They have a greenhouse out on their property. They're out the East Gate. They're just out that way. And they would bring in produce. We had stuff most of the beginning of summer, all the way up probably till the end of July. And we would just snap a picture. We'd shoot out an email blast a couple days a week. And we would have people, not even patients, that would come in and they would buy our little farmer's market at the office. And they loved it. I mean, it went over really well. Best tomatoes. I really miss them. I can't wait for tomatoes to be back in season. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was really fun. Um, and patients loved it. So. Was- Let's talk about patience a second. And I, uh-huh. I, when I was getting everything ready, I heard you and Randy were chatting about how the pandemic affected. I wanted to hear that story again. What okay. was it like? What was it like during the pandemic? And and let's start roughly early sure. 2020 or something. So um, that second week or so in March, kind of when the schools had shut down for spring break. And I only know that because my daughter was going and it just kind of started getting a little bit weird. Everything started closing. We got all the restrictions where restaurants couldn't be open or have dine-in seating and hair salons and nail salons couldn't be open. We did have a lot of cancellations that first week. A lot of people just call, you know, we're just not comfortable. We don't understand what's going on. And we were totally understanding. We did not really know either. Um, But about a week into that, people were out in their yards and working and lifting heavy bags of dirt and hurting themselves. And so they started calling up. Aaron, you think you can get me in? No problem. We grew quite quite a bit during the pandemic just because we were there. We were there to help people. We were there to talk to them. Um, I was telling Randy, there's a lot of people here who live alone. And when the churches shut down, they weren't able to get that socialization that they were used to once a week or twice a week. So when they came in, they wanted to talk. They wanted to see people. They wanted to know somebody cared about them. And we did that for them. We made them feel important and made sure that they know they knew they had a place to go. You know, we had some funny guidelines, had to take out our chairs in the waiting room and space everything out. And people were waiting in their cars, but we did whatever we could to make sure we could still see our patients and keep everybody safe. So... Amazing. We grew and we were really happy with it. Sounds like a little bit more than a job. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I've, I have fun pretty much every day. So. <laughs> By the way, Randy, I w- I'd like to add Aaron to the list of people you need to meet when you come in the first. Yes, October. So that would be awesome. Stick your yes. face in the door and say hi. Yeah, yes, well, by the time and, and by the time this airs, I will have already been there. So yeah, you have, you have um, been there, got I'll back home my, by the time yeah, this I'll, airs. I'll have, yeah. I'll have my boyish. Well, it was nice to meet you, Randy. Yeah, I'll have my boyish <laughs> glow back because I'm usually in black and white. Yeah, me too. But I, but I got in color today, so anyway. yeah, he's all fancied up. So yeah, uh, yeah, is, is it time for the lightning round, Randy? It's time for the lightning round. These are quick and easy and fun, Aaron. So you ready? <laughs> okay. Hiking, boating, golf, or tennis. Hiking. Hamburger or taco? Hamburger. Beaches or woods? Beaches. Comedy or mystery? Comedy. Spring or fall? Fall. Favorite school teacher? Of mine? Uh huh. <laughs> What's her name? I Give me a name. Uh, I really have to think about this. So you don't have one. That's okay. If you don't have one, you don't have one. No favorite school teacher. <laughs> They were all wonderful. Yeah, there you go. That's a lousy answer. Appetizer or dessert? Dessert. And what would it be? 
probably some kind of brownie or something with frosting. Dress or casual? Or cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Dress or casual? Casual. Reading, watching, or listening? Reading. Sneakers, sandals, or hiking shoes? Hmm. That's a tough one. Depends where I, what I'm doing. Mostly sandals, but obviously if I'm walking or hiking, it has to be at least tennis shoes. First job. Subway. There you go. <laughs> Favorite movie. Oh, probably. I don't really watch movies. Um, it'd be an old one. Let's say Mean Girls. <laughs> Look at you. That's because my daughter made me watch that not that long ago. She's like, Mom, this is the greatest movie ever. I'm like, okay. Did you ask her? Wait, she till, was, wait till you find out it's based in reality. Yeah, did you ask yeah, her? Yeah, not was only that, girl? but it was based in a reality of a high school just not far from where I grew up. Really? It was amazing. Yes. And could you relate? Did, no, did it I resonate at all. No, but it's funny because I was in high school at the time the movie came out. So. I mean, I could totally relate to that movie, I guess. Yeah. Favorite musical musician or band? Post Malone. Look at you. <laughs> Tattoos and all. Yes, Man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of freakish though, isn't he? I mean, the face good music. When I'm so how do the out, how do the facial tattoos hit you? Hit you? I, I don't know. Honestly, though, it's not like anymore. We watch MTV or. I mean, I'm not videos. judging tattoos, but I mean, come no. on. When you get stuff on your face, I'm like, I yeah. don't know about that. But no, I'm no, I never, I've never been able to commit to a tattoo, so I don't understand <laughs> it either. Yeah, well, me neither. <laughs> My, me neither. If I had wanted, I don't know what it would be right here. You know, the. <laughs> Leave me alone. Or something. Leave, yeah, leave, exactly. leave me alone. Yeah. Okay. So, so, first concert. First concert was Alabama. And Alabama. Post Malone is your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. Oh what were you going to say? What were you going to say, Dennis? <laughs> no, I was just going to say. I, 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 you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm tickled because she's talking about. Well, I just can't commit. Like, like a you know, because a tattoo is a long term commitment. Now it you is. don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it is. She's right. Yeah. That is a commitment. No, she's exactly right. <laughs> Post Malone. Didn't see that. That's a first. Nobody said Post Malone. No, we haven't had that answer before. Or Alabama. Nope. Alabama's great. That was, I mean, I was in high school and we, we went to a county fair up in Wisconsin and they were playing and that was the first concert I ever went to. And I sort of started liking country music then. But again, I'm still in Chicago, so it's really not popular there. Yeah. And then as I got older and I needed more kid-friendly, family-friendly music, we really got into the country music. But I love Post Malone, and my daughter's always like, Mom, can you rap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. I can only rap Eminem, though. Well, you need to go to the Beehive on Wednesday night then oh, and rap yeah. with Dennis and <laughs> yeah. break, break that out. I'm going to let you take us home and say good night to us all, Dennis. Well, it has been a pleasure, Aaron. I, 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 questions I didn't know the answers to, and I've always wanted to ask. Thanks for revealing yourself a little today, and You're thank welcome. you for being a, a single great mom. And I want to say, Claire, your daughter is a fantastic kid, and you've thank made you. note she's a she's a wonderful kid. And it's like we talked about before. Yeah, you're a great parent, but you had a lot to work with. I mean, she's a good yeah. kid. Yeah, she really she's, is. She's pretty easy. I mean, she makes my job really good. <laughs> Yeah. Makes you look good. Makes you look yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, we're thanks for having Aaron Kelly with us today from Village Chiropractic. I'm Dennis Simpson for Hot Springs Village Inside Out, and he is Randy Cantrell. And we will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.